0: March 18th The book of Luke chapter 3 verses 1 through 22 It was now the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius the Roman emperor Pilate was governor over Judea Herod Antipas was ruler over Galilee his brother Philip was ruler over Iturea and Trachonitis Lysanias was ruler over Abilene Annas and Caiaphas were the high priests At this time a message from God came to John, son of Zechariah, who was living out in the wilderness. Then John went from place to place on both sides of the Jordan River, preaching that people should be baptized to show that they had turned from their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. Isaiah had spoken of John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare a pathway for the Lord's coming, make a straight road for Him, fill in the valleys." And level the mountains and hills, straighten the curves, and smooth out the rough places, and then all people will see the salvation sent from God. Here is a sample of John's preaching to the crowds that came for baptism. You brood of snakes! Who warned you to flee God's coming judgment? Prove by the way you live that you have really turned from your sins and turned to God. Don't just say, We're safe, we're the descendants of Abraham that proves nothing. God can change these stones here into children of Abraham. Even now, the axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever your roots. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. The crowd asked, What should we do? John replied, If you have two coats, give one to the poor. If you have food, Share it with those who are hungry. Even corrupt tax collectors came to be baptized and asked, "'Teacher, what should we do?' "'Show your honesty,' he replied. "'Make sure you collect no more taxes than the Roman government requires you to.' "'What should we do?' asked some soldiers. John replied, "'Don't extort money, and don't accuse people of things you know they didn't do, and be content with your pay.' Everyone was expecting the Messiah to come soon, and they were eager to know whether John might be the Messiah. John answered their questions by saying, I baptize with water, but someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I am not even worthy to be his slave. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the grain with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, storing the grain in his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. John used many such warnings as he announced the good news to the people. John also publicly criticized Herod Antipas, ruler of Galilee, for marrying Herodias, his brother's wife, and for many other wrongs he had done. So Herod put John in prison and adding this sin to his many others. One day, when the crowds were being baptized, Jesus himself was baptized. As he was praying, the heavens opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in the form of a dove, and a voice from heaven said, You are my beloved Son, and I am fully pleased with you.
1: Hello, everyone in the refuge. Uh, thanks for opening your ears and listening to me and giving me a time to uh, Just give you a brief very brief uh, Testimony and to tell you about how the just worked in my life and what I've seen happen over the last five weeks um, My name is Ian Hale second phase uh, So I grew up in church um, at a very young age and Um, my my upbringing was probably the best you could ask for Uh, I had no excuse to go down some of the turns I went down Um, But you know I was raised in the church and I got involved in uh, youth groups and um, I was I was happy as could be I was living for God Uh, fast forward to high school I started making bad decisions Junior year, started drinking. I had never drank before, and that was kind of the start to the rest of my life of <laughs> making poor choices. Um, I was getting involved sexually at a young age, um, and it's it's guilt and shame that I still hold on to this day to taking um, some of the girls girls at the time, taking their innocence away. And something I bragged about and took pride in but now it's just something that has destroyed me and kept me guilt and now that I have a daughter it's just it's been hard to deal with and it's something that I've had to give to God um, went through a divorce uh, ended up losing custody of my son um, through my poor choices and I was pretty mentally unstable at the time turned to a lot of binge drinking uh, Losing 3, 4, 5 days at a time. Just getting lost in a hotel room. and Just binge drinking. And pretty much putting all my emotions into a can of beer. Whether I was happy, I would have some beer. When I was sad, I'd have some beer. If I was hurting, I'd have some beer. And I'd always turn to the alcohol. And it never made anything worse. And it gave me panic attacks. And my dad, um, before, prior to coming in here... I had went on like a 14-day bender, been dealing with the separation from my family, and it took us like two days to clean up all the beer cans, just a 50-gallon trash bag full, bag after bag after bag after reaches. It took two days to clean up, and it was just, I needed help, and he had brought up the refuge. Uh, My parents' realtor had went, their kid had went through the refuge, I'm not sure if he completed or not or what his name is but he had been to the refuge and my dad suggested it and I said, I'm all in. Well, I backed out that first week and then everyone was saying I didn't want to commit to this and um, I lost, my family had lost hope that I was gonna come here. But then next week I just felt a tug and I was worried about not seeing my family for 13 months and it was just overwhelming and I didn't really know about the program and I had watched videos on the internet but uh, coming here was the best decision I could have ever made. God, truly in this place and don't get me wrong I've (laughs) shed many tears here uh, missing my daughter and missing my family but the love that these brothers have provided me is something I have never had before in my life some of these guys I feel like I've known them my whole life and I've prayed for them my whole life and they're just an ear to listen and um, it has been a true blessing and I thank God for the refuge my life is so different now, and I and I'm working on myself, and God is working on me, and I, I'm getting to read His Word and gain knowledge. But overall, it's just been the brotherhood has just been so influential in my life, and it's kept me here, and it's 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 helped me get through the pains and sorrow and the guilt and shames that I've I've had in the past. Um, I love you all. Uh, I just this is my second day in, uh second phase, so to all the first phasers you guys can't get through this and it it's gonna be taught it's gonna be hard first phase is hard but just keep on trying open up to your brothers don't stay in your head because there's always someone to talk to and get in that bible and read and i love you guys i love you so much thank you